0: if you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com waitlist, S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com slash waitlist to sign up for first Access. I'm bursting at the seams, and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now, all the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hi love, how are you? I hope today is a beautiful day, no matter what time of the day you are listening to this or what day of the week you are listening to this. I am currently recording this on a Sunday morning. I woke up slow, I drank some coffee, caught up with my family, did a little bit of Instagramming and all that good stuff and I just had the inspiration to hop on the mic and podcast. Uh, Yesterday on Instagram, at Scout Sobel, I posted a story asking what topic you guys really were needing the most from me right now and we were juggling between how to love yourself and how to set goals. And um, the boat was in. everybody, uh, not there wasn't it was kind of a tie, not not a tie, but it was pretty close. Um, a lot of people really wanted me to talk about how to love yourself. And for those of you that wanted me to talk about goals, don't worry, that is coming up next. I might actually drop two episodes this week. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Um, as I've said before, I don't really, you know, post exactly on the same day every week. It's really when I feel inspiration. Um, I will be posting at least once a week and sometimes more just depending on what comes up for me. But I really want to keep it loose and really want to keep it when my energy is flowing versus out of a need to post or out of a structure and all of that. So um, make sure you subscribe so you get the notification of when a new episode is up. But today we are going to be talking about how to love yourself and it is a topic that I have had a really long journey with and I'll kind of start with the story of how this topic really came to the forefront of my mind. So I belong to a spiritual business mastermind group of women which is extremely helpful. And a really beautiful container to delve into all things mindset, perspective, and business at the same time. And I was video chatting with a bunch of the girls. And one of the journal prompts that we were given was, What is the one thing you are afraid to share online that you would share if you weren't afraid? And all of a sudden, this wave came over me. And I said, I would share that I love myself. Like I wholeheartedly, deep within the container of my lungs, Love myself so much. And I'm afraid to say that because we're taught to love ourselves, right? Like that's the goal. But once we get there, nobody tells us how to express it because we're afraid of being arrogant or narcissistic or anything that's negative instead of, you know, the difference between confidence and arrogance. And so once we do find ourselves in a place where we love ourselves, there really isn't a vessel in which we can communicate that. Because we're afraid that others will think that we're full of ourselves, or you know, think so highly of ourselves over others, and that's just not the case. It's a completely different, you know, it is a fine line. But loving yourself so wholeheartedly is such a beautiful place to end up in. And I was afraid to share that online. I was afraid to look at people and say, Yeah, no, I love myself. Because a lot of the times when we are given compliments or praise, we are actually wired to deflect that and to say, Oh no, that was a long time ago, or Oh no, that's not that big of deal or, oh yeah, I guess. Um, But really in reality, we should be really internalizing those moments and using them to feed our self-confidence and using them to love ourselves. So I'm coming to you at a point where I can honestly, openly, and confidently say, I love myself. And if God. Anybody gave me the opportunity to be somebody else, I would politely decline, no matter if it's the richest, happiest, most successful person in this world, because I love the things in my life so much. I love the way my mind works. I love what I do every day that I wouldn't trade who I am for somebody else. And we're going to talk about that and how you compare yourself to people and how you view your accomplishments and wins. But First, I wanted to get started on how did I even get to this point because I don't want you to listen to this episode and feel like, oh, okay, it's a switch I turn on and I just love myself. This has been a years and years in the making um, and I've finally gotten here and I hope to stay here for the rest of my life, but I'm sure it'll ebb and flow, but... First, how did I get here? So I believe that in order to love yourself, you have to be confident in yourself. And Ed Milet says that self-confidence is keeping the promises you make to yourself. So once I started making promises to myself that I started keeping, it developed a sense of self-confidence in me and a sense of trust that I could do things. So it started with my mental health. When I was 21 years old, I decided to embark on a healing journey of my mental health to figure out how I could conquer the depression and the anxiety. Anxiety and develop a sense of strength that I could actually live my daily life even with living with bipolar disorder. And so I started making promises to myself, like every day I'm going to express three things I'm gratitude, I'm grateful for. Every week I'm going to go to two support groups. Um, Every two weeks I'm going to read a self-help book. I'm going to journal. I'm going to blog. You know, I started putting all of these promises out there and you can start with one. You don't have to start with five. I kind of delved in pretty deeply and I started keeping those promises. And what happens when you keep a promise and you actually follow through with a task, a goal, whatever it may be? You start to develop a sense of self-confidence that like you got this, right? Like you made a promise to yourself and you kept it. So often we make these promises to other people that we keep wholeheartedly, that we stress over, that we bend over backwards forward. But when you make yourself a promise to yourself, we so easily break them. And that develops a sense of, oh, you can't trust yourself and you don't show up for yourself and you don't place such a sense of worth on yourself that you would treat your promises that you make to yourself like you would treat your promises that you make to your dad or your mom or your best friend. So I started building confidence. And when you build confidence, it helps you know that you are worthy, right? Like I am worthy of healing my bipolar disorder. I am worthy of being strong. I am worthy of living a life that is not completely bogged down by depression and anxiety. So that started kind of ruminating within myself and then after I sort of gained, and I didn't even know this at the time, guys, like I didn't know that I was gaining self confidence or that I was making myself stronger, my relationship with myself stronger. This is all kind of came looking back, I suppose, and hearing other people talk and hearing their perspective on it. But then once I kind of started going down the path of strengthening my mental health, I kind of switched that into my career in entrepreneurship. When I was 22 years old, I was sitting with a dear friend of mine and I said, Hey, do you want to start a magazine? and And all of a sudden something inside me clicked and we said yes and I made a promise to myself and to her that we were going to start a magazine. And once I made that promise, my brain went crazy. We were supposed to just print it on paper from Kinkos and take all the pictures with Polaroid photos, and instead, my mind went insane, and I started looking up nice printers. And then I did a Kickstarter and raised ten thousand dollars, and we had three issues. Uh, The second issue was sold in newsstands across the world. sorry, across the country. And then Barnes and Noble contacted me to sell my third issue, and we actually had Halsey on the cover. So Halsey's cover was sold in Barnes and Noble and newsstands across the country. And once I accomplished that, it was like, and I was working and in school and in my magazine, I realized that I could do it again. I could build something. I could create something. I could distribute something. I could get contacts with people of importance and inspiration. All of a sudden, I had a new sense of, wow, I did that, which means I can do this again. So that self-confidence started brewing the minute I started taking action in my life and the minute I put myself first and the minute I started keeping the promises that I made to myself. Now, once you make those promises... And once you start keeping them and you start achieving things, and we've all achieved something. If you're listening to this and you're like, but I haven't achieved anything, I so challenge you to that because I know there are wins in your life that are beautiful and impressive and amazing. So let's talk about your accomplishments and your wins. Walt Whitman said, I celebrate myself and I sing myself. And I love that. I do this every day, guys. Seriously, every day. You have to celebrate what you accomplish in order to build that confidence in order for it to seep into your subconscious that you are worthy of wins so i celebrate every win possible. I called my sister crying when we had our first thousand thousand downloads on OKSYS Podcast. When we got even an email for our first advertising, I don't even know if it went through. I freaked out and celebrated. Every little thing that happens, I celebrate. If I get in contact with a big player in my industry for Scouts Agency, I celebrate. And there's nothing too small, in my opinion, to celebrate. And it's all about just understanding that you People don't celebrate because they feel as if they haven't reached the destination. I know the destination doesn't exist, right? Because the destination changes. Every day it changes. It grows. It expands. It evolves. It becomes something that you didn't even set out to create because it just happens. And so i learned to fall in love with the journey, the daily stuff, the wins, the waking up, the grinding, the figuring it out, the creating. And so if you don't have the capability to celebrate yourself every day, you're going to be living in a perpetual state of the future of a destination that once you hit, you probably won't even feel that good about because you haven't conditioned yourself to love what you do and to celebrate you and your accomplishments. So I really, really, really urge everybody to figure out where they've won, to celebrate all of their wins, to celebrate all their accomplishments. You can just text a friend like, fuck yeah, I just did that today. Or you can just write it in your journal, you know? One of my wins is this, in my mastermind every Friday we tell each other all of our wins which is such a beautiful practice. So when it comes to accomplishments and wins, it is very easy to not view them as accomplishments and wins because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. And you can't love yourself if you are comparing yourself to somebody else. I was with somebody and she was talking about how she just feels so much pressure to be as successful as people like Emily Weiss um, who runs Glossier. She felt the pressure and the need to reach that level of success that it debilitated her and it paralyzed her from even taking the first step. How does that serve anybody? Do you think Emily Weiss or any person you admire wants you to be paralyzed by fear or by pressure or of comparison by their success? No, they want it to inspire you. So next time you're on Instagram or you're reading a Forbes article of someone who just got Forbes 30 under 30 and you're 29 and you're not on the list, I want you to send that person love. I want you to say, fuck yeah, you did it, girl. Yes. I am so proud of you. I am stoked for you and I am celebrating you today. Imagine the energy shift that comes from it instead of sitting and ruminating and saying, I'm no good and I'll never reach that and da-da-da-da-da because that doesn't help you make the first step. That doesn't help you fall in love with yourself. That actually keeps you from living the life you're supposed to live. So next time you find yourself comparing yourself to someone, instead of internalizing it and thinking about what's wrong with your life, why don't you send that person some love, some wins, some celebration, Someone was telling me about this woman who makes like $80,000 a month or something, and she was sharing with her followers her different revenue streams. She's got like eight different revenue streams, and it broke down how much she makes from each. Probably the old me would have been like – I don't like to say the old me because I'm i a progression. I'm, you know, I grow, I evolve, and I change, but there was a version of myself that would have listened to that and say, damn, I want to make $80,000 a month. God, I'm so jealous of her. She must be doing something that I'm not. Today, my first reaction was, Hell yes, girl, make that money. You are killing it. And I am proud of you. I don't even know her name. I don't know what her Instagram handle is. I've never even seen this girl, but I was so stoked for her. And then I was like, Yeah, that's awesome. And then I thought about all the awesome things that I'm doing. And then I was just happy. So comparing yourself, I know it's hard, especially in the social media day and age, but instead of looking at what you're not doing or how much more, quote unquote, ahead they are of you, Just send them love. Just celebrate with them. And therefore, you're giving your space to celebrate your wins. So I want you to take a time to write down on a piece of paper all of your accomplishments and all of your wins. In my office at Scouts Agency, sometimes I lose sight of them and I'll text Naomi and say, hey, I need you to remind me of all of my wins because I'm not feeling good enough today. And when I see it on paper and when I talk to somebody else about it, all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I've done. Oh yeah, okay. No, I'm on the right track. And so once you have kind of have this list of your accomplishments and your wins, and it doesn't need to be big, right? It can be I started my blog and I blog two times a week for the last two months. It can be, I have a dream and I'm actually thinking about putting it into action. It can be I signed up for therapy to finally get over the trauma of my childhood. It can be I confronted my best friend about something that she was doing that hurt me. It could be anything, any small, medium, large, whatever size it is. I want you to write it down and I want you to internalize it. These are the things that you did, that you overcame, that you created, that you put into action because once you have all of your accomplishments and wins written down, then you can start not only cultivating that self-confidence that we're talking about, but then you can start believing in yourself. Right. So if you started a company and you doubled your revenue um, in two months or whatever it was, now you know you can do it again right? because you've already done it. If you've started a blog and you figured out how to code it on WordPress, you've already done it. Now you can do it again. So once you've already done something, that gives you the power and the strength to be able to do it again. It's like running. Once you hit that two-mile zone, you can run two miles again. And then once you hit three miles, you can run three miles again all the way until you to ten miles, and then you know you can run ten miles again. We're looking back; you thought you could only run two, so it's about pushing yourself and creating opportunities for yourself that you can actually believe in yourself. So I was working forty to sixty to eighty hour weeks at one point in my life, and I don't recommend that. I don't want that for my life again, and I don't want to go back to that structure. But what it taught me is that if for any case, I needed to haul my ass one week or in a few days because there was an emergency at work or whatever it is, I know I can do it because I've done it before. So every little thing you do and accomplish is just adding to your stamina of what you can even produce in the future and grow upon. So really believe in yourself with these accomplishments and wins. Feel that self-confidence and then believe in yourself that you can do it again and do more. Okay, so we've talked about building self-confidence, we've talked about celebrating your accomplishments and wins, and we've talked about believing in yourself, which are all roads to self-love. Now we need to talk about cultivating the relationship within yourself emotionally and physically. So I like to say you should date yourself, right? Like you should create a relationship with yourself. We spend so much time creating a relationship with our significant other or maintaining a relationship with friends or working on the relationship with our family, that we forget that sometimes we have the ability, not sometimes, all the time, we have the ability to date ourselves and find out more about ourselves. This mind of ours is complex and it's deep and there's so many facets that we can uncover and that is so exciting. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should date yourself, and here are a few ways to do this. Um, if this feels weird and foreign, why don't you actually go on a date with yourself? I've done this. My husband was out of town and I made a reservation for one at a really cute French cafe in downtown San Diego. And I got super dressed up. I did my hair. I did my makeup. I took an Uber because I wanted to drink some wine. And I had a full on date with myself. And I just sat there. I put my phone away. I did a little bit of journaling. I I read. I ate amazing muscles. I drank some wine. It was so amazing. And it was just like carving out a self like a moment for yourself where you show up as you would when you wanted to impress somebody or if you wanted to make something special. I was making it special for myself. So if dating yourself feels weird, actually just go on a real realistic date with yourself. Like don't make this, you know, like a concept, like actually go on a date with yourself. Other ways I really get to know myself and develop a relationship with myself is journaling every morning. So every day I wake up, I open my journal and I write one to two pages a day. I don't have an agenda. I don't have judgment around it. I, I let my self-conscious write what needs to come through in that moment. And the things that come through are so mind groundbreaking. Sorry, use used the wrong word, groundbreaking. My subconscious comes through and things that I didn't even know about myself come to the forefront and I get to learn just a little bit more about myself and understand the way my mind works and understand how my life is working for me and not to me. Another really good way to kind of fall in love with yourself and develop a really good relationship with yourself is meditating. And for those that feel as if meditating is a very difficult thing to do, I recommend starting with guided meditations. I use Insight Timer. They have incredible guided meditations. Start with five minutes. There's a five-minute gratitude meditation that I do every single morning. It is called 5-Minute Morning Practice on Gratitude by Julie Ella Grace. It is available for free on Insight Timer, and it's five minutes. It's just five minutes. And if you just start slow, right, like everything else, just start slow with five minutes every morning, feel how it feels, maybe you need a night one, whatever it is, try it out. Find a guided meditation that works for you. And then as we said, we were talking about writing down your accomplishments and your wins. I want to write down what you love about yourself. And this could be resilience. This could be how you treat others in relationships. This could be, I love my hips. I love my boobs. It can be whatever you want, right? Just write down what you really love about yourself. Don't think about the things you want to change. This is not, I know that the last episode was all about setting a better standard for your life, but when it comes to loving yourself, it's just about accepting you for where you are now. And once you develop that self-love, then you can graduate and work on the things you want to work on. But for right now, this is only about what you love about yourself and what you can accept. So I want you to write down all the things you love about yourself. Um, Here, I'll go first. I love that every single day I wake up and show up for myself. I want every single day to be a beautiful, productive day and that doesn't mean that I shy away from negative emotions. It just means that I'm making the most out of my time here. I love that I am so dedicated and committed to my husband and our marriage and our relationship. I love that I have friends that I can be there for and support when they really need me. I love that when I make a promise to myself, I keep it. I love my arms. I don't know i just love my arms i love my boobs i love my hair when it's done when it's straightened and done i love my style when it comes to home decor and fashion and what i wear i love that i love taking care of my dogs i love that i'm a good listener i love that i work on myself every day these are just some of the things you can write down you know i love that i i love my parents so much whatever it is just write down what you love about yourself and really feel each one and be like that is me That is what I love about myself. So We've talked a lot about loving yourself emotionally, mentally, and all of that, but I want to talk about the physical aspect of this too because that's a really big deal. I want you to really hone in on what you love physically about yourself and I want you to connect with your physical body because once you've connected with your physical body, all of a sudden your body becomes a vessel for your soul and you celebrate your soul and you celebrate that vessel. So A few things that I do to physically love myself is every now and then I'll put on a cute outfit. I'll do my hair. I'll do My makeup. I do myself, um, not self. I do my um, skincare routine every morning and every night, just to take care of myself. Right now, I'm doing my nails because I'm in quarantine. I put on a cute outfit and I take a cute pic, like I take a cute selfie, guys. I have my husband take a sexy photo of me. I take a really cute, you know, and I take a bunch until I find the right angle, and then I edit it and it's a whole thing. And I'm like, damn, I look good in this photo. I love it. I look beautiful. You don't have to post it. You don't have to share it. You don't have to text it to anyone. It can just be for yourself. The other day. I learned a sexy TikTok dance. I posted it, but you don't have to. Make a private TikTok and just dance and feel your body and feel yourself being sexy. And it doesn't have to be sexy. It can be cute or athletic or funny or goofy. It can be however you connect with your body and film something, take a picture, you know, put something on, learn a new dance, and just figure out how you connect with your body physically. Something that I've been doing is I've actually been sleeping topless lately, I feel that I connect with my body so much more when I'm sleeping just the way my body is, not putting things on or hiding things or covering up. I just feel more connected that way. It's a new practice I have started this week and it has been so empowering. It has completely transformed the way I feel about myself and when I wake up, I'm just me and my body, right? Like there's nothing in between me and my boobs and my breasts and my hips and my stomach. It's just me there and I can love and accept it and wake up every day to So that's also a really good way to physically feel connected to your body. And this is not a sex physical body acceptance podcast, but I'll just say, masturbate, like find a time to yourself and just have that moment to yourself, right? Feel that sensuality, feel your body, feel what it feels like to take care of yourself. So these are all ways that you can physically start loving yourself. And this is not about what you don't like about yourself, okay? This is just about what you love. And once you accept what you love, you'll find it easier to accept everything else. So what does self-love do for other people in the world? Right. So there's this amazing quote by Michael Soul that says, when you're constantly thinking of others and what they must be thinking or feeling or expecting, you wind up in this perpetual state of trying to please them. You see yourself through their eyes and you lose sight of who you are. So, self love is not about validation from other people. It is not about getting external validation or praise. It's about finding strength within yourself to know that no matter what happens in this world, you have you and you know you can do it. So, that's the difference I think between cockiness, arrogance, narcissism, and loving yourself. It's that it's not from an external validation standpoint, it's from a confidence and strength standpoint within yourself. So when you love yourself, you unconsciously give permission for others to do the same. You stand in your power and you inspire people with that energy. If everybody loved themselves, not in an insecure, narcissistic, arrogant way, but loved themselves in a place of strength and confidence... This world would be insane. It would be amazing. And your life is going to be amazing. Imagine every day waking up and loving yourself. Imagine how the course of your days are going to change. So many times we spend so long in our insecurities, and I have insecurities, we all do, but those shouldn't take priority over the things that we love about ourselves, over our strengths, over what we're really good at achieving. That should be at the forefront of who we are. That should be leading the way. That should be leading our days and our actions and our dreams and our goals. We should move each day forward with that. So I am standing here telling you that I love myself and it feels so fucking good. And that's all I want for you. That's all I want for everyone is to feel like when they wake up, they don't want to be someone else. They don't want someone else's life. They want this life. They want their life. They want, you want your life. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you found some sort of inspiration, some sort of Closeness to your soul, to your physical body, to who your personality is, to who you are as a person. I'm going to leave you with a quote from Teresa Collins. She says, Love yourself and dream bigger.